0: Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Chartered Financial Planner, Pension Specialist and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. And I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now, let's dive into today's episode on the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. Making a will and leaving your legacy behind. This is the latest topic in the series of estate planning episodes. And in particular, we are going to look at considerations when making a will. Thinking about death isn't easy. And talking about it is even harder. The reality of our own mortality is a tough subject. But a discussion will ensure your assets are left to the right people. If you want to be sure your wishes are met after you die, then it's important to have a will. A will is the only way to make sure your money and possessions that form your estate go to the people and causes that you care about. And married partners, including same-sex couples who don't have a registered civil partnership, have no right to inherit if there is no will. Also, one of the main reasons for drawing up a will is to mitigate a potential inheritance tax liability which could be substantial with the amount of assets that people own these days. So let's look at some of the statutory rules. When a person dies without making a will, the distribution of their estate becomes subject to the statutory rules of intestacy, which can lead to some unexpected and unfortunate consequences. The beneficiaries of the deceased person that they want to benefit from the estate may be disinherited or left with a substantially smaller proportion of the estate than intended. Making a will is the only way for an individual to indicate whom they want to benefit from their estate. Failure to take action could compromise the long-term financial security of the family, and nobody really wants that. So let's look at the implications of dying without a will, which include assets people expected to pass entirely to their spouse or registered civil partner may have to be shared with children. Next, an unmarried partner doesn't automatically inherit anything and may need to go to court to claim for a share of the deceased's assets. Next, a spouse or registered civil partner from whom a person is separated but not actually divorced still has rights to inherit from them. Another is friends, charities and other organisations the person may have wanted to support will not receive anything. Next, if the deceased person has no close family, more distant relatives may inherit. It could be long lost cousins or somebody you've not even heard of. Another is the deceased person has no surviving relatives at all, and their property and possessions may go to the crown. And what is the legal responsibility? Without a will, relatives who inherit under the law will usually be expected to be the executors. That is someone named in a will or appointed by the court who is given the legal responsibility to take care of a deceased person's remaining financial obligations of your estate. They may not be the best people to perform this role. Making a will lets the person decide the people who should take care of this task, which is such an important one. Where a will has been made, it's important to review this on a regular basis to take into account changing circumstances. And married partners have no right to inherit under the intestacy rules nor do stepchildren who haven't been legally adopted by their step-parents. Given today's complicated and changing family arrangements, wills are often the only means of ensuring legacies for children of earlier relationships will actually take place. Another consideration is simplifying the distribution of estates for a surviving spouse or registered civil partner. Changes to the intestacy rules covering England and Wales which became effective on the 1st of October 2014 were aimed at simplifying the distribution of an estate and could mean a surviving spouse or registered civil partner receive a larger inheritance than under the previous rules. Making a will is also the cornerstone for inheritance tax and estate planning as I mentioned earlier. Before making a will, a person needs to consider the following points, the first being who will carry out the instructions in the will i.e. the executors. Secondly, nominating guardians to look after children if the person dies before the age of 18. The third is making sure people the person cares about are provided for. Number four, what gifts are to be left for family and friends and deciding how much they should receive? Number five, what provision should be taken to minimize any inheritance tax that might be due on the person's death? So let's look at what we need to do for preparing a will. In the first instance, a person needs to think about what possessions they are likely to have when they die, including property, money, investments, and even animals. Prior to an estate being distributed among beneficiaries, all debts and the funeral expenses must be paid. When a person has a joint bank account, the money passes automatically to the other account holder and they can't leave it to someone else. The assets of the estate may include a home and any other properties owned. Also, savings in bank and built-site accounts, plus insurance such as life insurance or an endowment policy, could include pension funds that include lump sum payment on death, plus national savings such as premium bonds can also be in the estate. The estate may also include investments such as stocks and shares, investment trusts, investment portfolios, Individual savings accounts or ISA's could include motor vehicles, jewellery, antiques, and other personal possessions, and don't forget furniture and household contents. There may also be liabilities that may need to be included and taken into account, and they could be mortgages, could be credit card balances, could be bank overdrafts, could be loans, or indeed equity release. We also need to consider jointly owned property and possessions. Arranging your own property and other assets jointly can be a way of protecting a person's spouse or registered civil partner. For example, if someone has a joint bank account, their partner will continue to have access to the money they need on a day-to-day living basis without having to wait for their affairs to be sorted out because delays can cause financial hardship. There are two ways that a person can own something jointly with someone else. And the first is as tenants in common, or called common owners in Scotland. Each person has their own direct shares of the assets, which do not have to be equal. They can then state in their will who will inherit their share. The second way to own property is as joint tenants, called joint owners in Scotland. Individuals jointly own the assets, so if they die, the remaining owner automatically inherits their share. A person cannot use their will to leave their share to someone else. And there's also something called partial intestacy. This can sometimes happen even when there is a will in place. For example, when the will is not valid or when it is valid but the beneficiaries die before the testator, which is the person making the will. Intestacy can also arise when there is a valid will, but some of the testator's assets were not disposed of by the will. This is called a partial intestacy. Intestacy, therefore, arises in all cases where a deceased person has failed to dispose of some or all of his or her assets by a will. Hence, the need to review a will when events change, and they do on a regular basis. So in conclusion, there are lots of things to consider when making a will. And it's something that we all need to do. And if you need help making a will, then please seek professional advice because it's so easy to make mistakes. Or if you prefer, I will put a link to the legal partners that I use for making a will in the show notes. and I'm sure they will be more than happy to help you. I hope you found this week's episode useful. And as always, please leave comments on what you thought of the episode and what topics you want covered next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk, or my YouTube channel, T.T. Wealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, T.T. Wealth News, which contains practical money tips that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, Don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.